Hello, and welcome back to another new episode of Girls These Days. I'm Lindsay. I'm Brenna. And I'm back. Woohoo! We're going to be your hosts today. And yay, we're so excited to have Brenna back. I'm so glad to be back. It feels like it's been forever since I've recorded an episode with you, so I'm excited to jump back on and... I know. You were still preganin' it the last episode that we recorded, and now you have a one-month-old BB. I know. So I had my baby. For those of you that don't follow me on social media, I had my baby (laughs) on Thanksgiving Day. So we've had our little... Little turkey girl. Yeah, we've had our little Darla for a month now, which is so crazy. She's so stinking cute. Yeah. I know I'm biased, but I truly believe that she's the cutest baby that's ever existed. <laughs> she is. She's a really cute baby. <laughs> uh, she's precious. Anyway, I'm sure we'll do an episode where I can talk more about my birth experience and postpartum and all that fun stuff. But yeah, had my baby and she's doing great. So. Yay. First <sighs> granddaughter. Yes. On on mine and Lindsay's side, not on my husband's side, but yes, first granddaughter within our family. So very exciting. That feels pretty special. But anyway, let's play some catch up. How was your Christmas? It was good. We didn't really do much. We went and stayed at mom and dad's house Mm. and we took the cats (laughs) because, (laughs) well, we did this last Christmas too and it was fine, but we took them with us because we were going to stay for several days and we didn't want to like ask somebody to come and be watching them over the holiday and boyfriend was not having a good time at first, but (laughs) by like the last night and the last day, they were like all getting along and being so cute. And it was fun. Um, But yeah, just hung out with mom and dad and the boys and saw like grandma and grandpa and some extended family. Fun. That's like it really. Ryan and I didn't get each other gifts. (laughs) We like don't usually now. Yeah. I don't know. We We aren't big like gift people and we were going to like buy ourselves a new dining table and chairs kind of as our Christmas gift to each other because that was going to be like a big purchase but I found one at the thrift store that right. was only 175 bucks so Ooh, thrifty now queen. we just ended up we we didn't spend a lot of money on that and just didn't get each other anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's honestly me and Austin each Christmas has been so different since we have been together But many of the years, we either just did, like, one gift for each other or no gifts if we were, like, trying to save on money or something. Yeah. So we just did the one gift thing this year, too. Yeah. Well, and Ryan and I, like, we prefer to just, like, go on trips or, like, have experiences rather than stuff. And it's, like, this is obviously a privilege that we have, but it's, like, if there's stuff we need, then I just buy it. Mm -hmm. Or if there's stuff, like, something that I want. I don't buy a lot of, like, expensive things, but like makeup or skincare or whatever. I'm like, mm, I just need more. So I just, I just buy it. Yeah. And like, we both have an income. So we're lucky that we're able to do that. But so when it comes to gifts, it's like, well, let's just like go on a trip or do something fun together. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Austin and I talked about that this year. We're like moving forward. We'll probably just make Christmas more about Darla and not really get each other a ton of gifts. Instead, just focus on gifts for birthdays and then for Christmas we'll just do 
focus on the children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this year we had a super low-key Christmas just like you guys did. We're up here in Utah, so we spent Christmas with Austin's side of the family, his um, parents, and then his sister, which I love a low-key Christmas, so I was not mad about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And of course, just having a newborn, there's not a ton that we want to go out and do, especially right. with how cold it is. But I got Austin. My gift for Austin this year was tickets to see Blink-182 in the next summer. Ooh, yeah. That's fun. And they're pretty good seats. I don't think I meant to buy such good seats, but they were going so fast that I just had to like – I like stress purchase like the first seats that I could grab. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah it's so stressful in there. <laughs> so hard to buy tickets to concerts like that. But anyway, yeah. got the tickets. And then Austin got me – a new um, suitcase from Bay's to match my carry-on. Yeah. Is it the big one? Yeah. It's the biggest one. Oh, mm -hmm. very nice. 29-incher. So. <laughs> nice. Yeah, the beige <laughs> one. So I have the little the beige carry-on and the beige suitcase. If any of you don't know Bay's, you should look them up. It's the most beautiful luggage, I think. Yeah, it's, it's what most influencers have in their pack with me for my trip to Hawaii. <laughs> vlogs <laughs> which I will say I got the carry-on a couple years ago before I didn't yeah I feel like it's become an influencer thing definitely in the past like year but not you to started it not to be I started the trend I didn't but I've I've <laughs> always because I've always followed Shay Mitchell and mm -hmm. I've always liked her but anyway I digress yeah. so yeah we had a good little Christmas with our Christmas baby and Aww. that was fun so Okay, well, we are about darn near wrapped up with this year, aren't we? <laughs> darn tootin'. Darn tootin' we are. <laughs> oh. Well, we are pretty much done with 2023 at this point. We've only got a few days left. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what we're talking about today is things that we have had enough of this year mm -hmm. things that will be things that will be laid to rest in 2023 and things that we will be taking with us into 2024 yeah okay so the first one that I have on my list is one that I'm 99% sure that I won't be able to leave in 2023 but it's always my goal is to stop biting my nails and picking up my blemishes on my skin mm, that's hard yeah I like have to get my nails done otherwise I'll bite them same I don't know why I've always been a nail biter I know you and me pretty much everyone in our family is like a nail biter yeah. and I don't know what it is about me that I just can't keep my hands off my face I feel like I've been doing better with like the pimple patches rather mm -hmm. than yeah but I was gonna say they help me at least I'm like okay just wait till tonight I can put a pimple patch on it yeah and then we'll see what happens yeah but it's hard if I've got a nice juicy white head I've got to I've got to squeeze it I know I know I hate that I just said that but it's hard for me to not but yeah. that's one of my goals is use more pimple patches paint my nails stop biting them yeah I don't think you're alone in that okay so we're leaving nail biting and skin picking yeah in 2023 RIP next um I've had enough of TikTok shop yes. I don't know I don't know where this began, 
It's like the Amazon storefront and the link in my bio and the LTK wasn't enough. They had to add in another element to it. Literally. And it's like, for what? Have I bought a shirt off TikTok shop of Joe Burrow? Yeah. (laughs) But (laughs) I tried to cancel it and it still showed up at my door. So (laughs) it's a little scary. (laughs) My gosh. It's, I'm so serious. Like as soon as I see eligible for commission, swipe. Yep. I'm done. I've seen enough. Yeah. And it was like, I don't know. I, it didn't bug me as much at first, but now it's like every other video I feel like is like just so marketed and it's so annoying. Yep. Yeah. The crisscross chair. What else has been? The the spin scrubber brushes for cleaning. Yeah. Yeah. The little I get targeted like a bunch of different like niche bookmarks. Mm. I've had enough. Yeah, I've had enough too. No more TikTok shop. Get out of yeah. here. Since we're talking about TikTok, there's so many trends oh, that I just what? Nothing. I just know you have a long list. <laughs> I just feel like there's so many overdone like tiktok trends and things that i just want to be done so like i if i see another like come run errands with me tiktok video Mm -hmm. if i see another slicked back bun tutorial i think by now if we want to do a slicked back bun we know how to do one and i don't know why i (laughs) still see them there's only so many different techniques on the same hairstyle (laughs) like just slick back your hair till you look bald put it in a bun Like, I don't know why that's so hard to grasp. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the, like the running errands and the like get ready with me or the unbox PR with me or whatever. Like they can, if you like the creator, like it can be fun to watch a little bit, but it does get old. Like it's just the same same video, different day a lot of times. Yeah. And it's so easy to slip into that like. Oh yeah, I'm going to watch your whole morning routine and it's like, what do you have in your morning routine that I'm not doing and I need to buy that yeah. because that's what you're doing. Like it's just so easy to fall into that. Mhm. Yeah. I also hate um I think the term POV. I feel like everyone says POV. You're getting Nobody ready for the right. day. Yeah, no <laughs> one uses it right. I'm like, "Oh my gosh." <laughs> yeah. It'll be like POV, you married a military man. And it's like a video of themselves doing something. And it's like, no, it, that's not your point of view. That is someone else's point of view right. watching you. Right. And nobody nobody gets it. It's like people with a lot of followers will do it wrong. And then people just take it and run with it. And it's like, like dupe. Don't get me started on dupe. <laughs> because... Because these are not dupes. These are knockoffs. Yeah. These are similar products. A dupe is supposed to be something that is the same exact product with different labeling or branding or whatever. Like, for example, I don't know if that this is true, but the like the Kirkland brand salon shampoo and conditioner. Mm-hmm. That's supposedly a dupe for like some Redken one or some like expensive brand so it's supposedly the same exact product just in a different bottle that is what a dupe is supposed to mean and now it's like look at these lululemon align tank dupes and it's like that's a brand from china that's not the same (laughs) dupes (laughs) yeah and then i also am sick of as far as tiktok goes my last thing 
Do you know when people are showing their outfit for the day and they they press play on their camera and they take a few steps back and then they turn to the side and they do the leg pop to show their shoes? Do you know that pose? Yeah. I'm so yeah. sick of that pose. Like I get that <laughs> it's a good way. to do a fit check? I know. And that's the thing. It's like I don't know a better way to do it, but like I'm just so – I'm so sick of that pose. I don't know why. Yeah. Because they do it fair. all casual, I like it. I know, and I've done it before too, but I just Brenna's like I hate everything that you do. <laughs> no, I'm just. We need to come up with another way to show our outfits. I'm so sick of that little like. How pop. about? How about if you um, jump and click your heels together? Yeah, either jump and click your heels together, maybe like kick your foot up in the air and hold it like cheerleaders do. I don't know, mm. but scorpion right maybe just hit the bow and arrow hit the bow and arrow (laughs) and then we can see (laughs) the full fit (laughs) the next thing i'm leaving in 2023 is elf on the shelf oh please yes and um i don't have kids and i've never participated in elf on a shelf but it seems like the most stressful time-consuming Zero payoff activity ever. Yeah, I agree. I I really don't even know how it works, but I feel like this year, especially on TikTok, has been blowing up with like Elf on the Shelf Night 1, Elf on the Shelf Night 10. It's like all these ideas for Elf on the Shelf. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'm exhausted just watching you. Yeah. I don't... It feels a little creepy... It's so creepy. To be like, this elf is living in our home and it is watching you. Yeah, and don't touch it. And don't touch it. Because you'll die. Yeah, I don't know. know Maybe I'll feel different. Maybe I'll feel different when I have kids, but it just seems like, why are we doing this? I agree. And Austin agrees. We were just talking about that this year. I was like, we talk sometimes about things we don't want to introduce our daughter to, like stuff like that. And I'm like... I don't Mm -hmm. want to do Elf on the Shelf, babe. And he's like, I don't want to do that either. (laughs) Yeah. It just seems weird. Like, I don't – I'm glad it was not a thing when we were kids because that would have stressed me out. Well, my other question that I actually brought this point up to Austin the other day, I was like, so also just – okay, if you have any kids in the car, maybe just mute it. Do you tell – your kids, when you tell your kids Santa's not real, do you also say also your elf on the shelf is not magical? Like, do you have to break the news about both of them at the same time? Do you do them separately? I think it's kind of like, I think it's kind of like an Easter bunny tooth fairy sitch. It's like, once you know about one, you know about them all. True. That's how I figured it out. Because like, oh, what a blow to a kid. Like, hey, Santa's not real. Also that elf, I've been moving it around. It's not magical. You could have touched it this whole time. LOL. I think I think it all comes crumbling down at once because when I I pulled my own tooth out at school and didn't tell anybody and then I put it under my pillow and it was still there the next morning. And so I was like, mom, what do you have to say about this? Huh? And she was like, oh, the tooth fairy must have gotten busy. I'm like, cut the crap, mom. (laughs) Cut the crap, Lisa. (laughs) Yeah. You can't fool me anymore. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. I didn't know you did that. So it's like, I once, I mean, it was obvious to me at that point, okay, if the tooth fairy's not a thing, obviously then Easter Bunny, Santa, anything else falls under that. True. Leprechauns. Yep. 
one thing that I've always hated, this is so random, but I think we should stop doing icebreakers in general, but specifically two truths and a lie. I don't think anything Um, brings me more anxiety than either like starting in a new job or like when you're in school in a new class and you have to do two truths and a lie. Why is that the most stressful thing in the whole world? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And I don't really even know what's accomplished by doing like, I don't know, who can come up with the best lie? Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's just like interesting facts. Like you want to have... You want to have the most interesting things about yourself to use as your truths to like throw people off. But it's like, if you don't have anything interesting, like mine would always be, I've never broken a bone as one of my truths. And then I don't have any siblings for my lie. It's like, those are just dumb. (laughs) Why can't I just be like three things about me? I've never broken a bone. I have four siblings and whatever else. Yeah. Anyway, I've always hated two truths and a lie. I think it's the stupidest thing ever. I agree. Okay. Next. This one, my I might catch some heat and I'm prepared to do that because I've had enough of seeing Crocs on y'all's feet. I'm done. I'm done with Crocs. They died back in the early 2000s and they should have stayed dead. And I don't care how comfy they are, how easy to slip on they are. I will not be putting a crock on my cold, dead feet. (laughs) They are the fuggliest shoe to ever exist. I'm so sorry. And it's like, you can wear your crocs and that's okay. But I can hate them from afar and I will do so. I think the only time crocs are justifiable is on kids. Because I can understand how it's like, you need an easy shoe to put on your kid's feet. But also, I couldn't with good conscience put a crock on my child's foot. (laughs) that's just me that's just me I hate a croc yeah I agree with you I think they're actually super cute on kids you put them on their fat little feet and their chunky little ankles sticking out of the crocs but yeah on 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 I almost said humans on adults (laughs) on adults it and it's not even that it's just worn with like casual clothes like in the height I feel like when they became popular again it was like people were wearing them with like normal cute outfits. And I was like, where, like, why? No, I don't get it. They're so bad. They're so bad and I can't do it. And it's like, I, a kid with Crocs is okay, but a kid with Crocs turns into a teenager with Crocs who grows into an adult with Crocs. And it's like, where do we end the cycle? That's true. It's a slippery slope. Where do, where does it stop? It is a slippery slope. All right. I guess on the topic of shoes, again, this one might be controversial. I I don't love a chunky New Balance. Again, I don't know who mm. decided, hey, you know what? These ugly grandpa New Balances, these are actually really cool now and we should wear them. I I don't love them. I've never liked them. I think it's one of those things that some we all just kind of silently agreed these are cool even though they're really ugly. And I don't know when that trend will end, but that's one that I yeah. hate. I feel like the super chunky ones, it was hard for me to get behind, but I think there are some that are cute. Mom just got some new balances for Christmas that were really cute. I should but say. But they're not chunky. Yeah. When I say the chunky, I mean the ones that they, you know, the ones I'm talking about, they're just like way over the top, like grandpa, but extra chunky. I don't even know. Yeah. No, I, I know, know what you're talking about. I feel like chunky shoes in general are kind of tapering off. 
Yeah. Like it's more like the flat shoe, the pointed toe, like less platform style that's becoming like popular. Yeah. And I feel like the super chunky is kind of like going out a little bit. Mm -hmm. Another thing I want to leave in 2023 is this freaking economy. Is, Is everyone okay? I don't know how everyone is like surviving financially, to be honest. It just seems like it's getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah, we've been looking at moving into like a bigger rental and it's crazy seeing what some of these places are listed at and crazier that people are actually like renting these places and they want you to have like, I think I saw someone post like, if you want me to have, because normally they require you make like three times the monthly rent in order Uh to live there. And someone was like, if I made three times this rent, I would not be renting this place. Right. Like I'd be buying a house. And I'm like, that's yeah. so true. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the world is becoming more and more just unlivable. Yeah. I don't understand a lot about money. Okay. Me neither. But I know that the rate at which like inflation and like the housing market has gone up versus minimum wage is mm-hmm. not equivalent at all. Yeah. So I'm a little scared. No, it's true. Yeah, me too. And I I think I mentioned in a previous episode, I decided to leave my job to focus on like newborn life. And I'm like, oh, shoot, I miss being a dual income family. And I want to go back to that because (laughs) even dual income like is hard. There's a few phrases that I would love to leave in 2023. I know a phrase that is being used a lot or I should say a trend that's done a lot is photo dumps, which the trend itself I'm all for, but I'm sorry. I just can't in good conscience say photo dump. Yeah. Like, can we think of a new name? Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Why does, you know what I'm saying? Photo dump. Yeah, because it sounds like poop. Yes. I don't know who came up with photo dump, but like, it just sounds so yucky. I don't know. Well, what's your alternative suggestion? Uh, maybe like photo grab bag. <laughs> <laughs> no, let me think. Maybe like I don't know, but like I mean, there's got to be another phrase for it, like photo dump. Like the fact that we've all used the word dump so many times yeah. on our captions. November dump. <laughs> Christmas dump. Like, come on. Yeah. I can't take it seriously. I just can't. I'm sorry. I feel like it doesn't really phase me anymore. I feel like it's been done so much that I'm just like, yeah, photo dump. Yeah, I'm used to it too, but I just think we need to come up with a new name for it. I don't mind the I don't mind the dumps. <laughs> we just need a new name for it. <laughs> well, give it a couple months and the trend will have died anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, true. And then another phrase that I think we should stop using. Maybe this is like a millennial thing. When people say, I was today years old when... Oh, yeah, I hate that. You know, I was today years old when I discovered... I'm like, okay, shut up. (laughs) Um, And It just doesn't even make, like, grammatical sense. Yeah. Like, when it was first came out, I was like, oh, that's so funny because that means you just found out. And now I'm like, okay, just... Like, just say your age, I feel like. Like, I was 26 years old when I found out. Or just be like, guys, I just discovered this. I just found out this. 
So basically, you hate all things trends and social media and anything that anybody says online. Yeah, basically. In summary, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm leaving in 2023. Mike Ross. I've had enough of him. Ryan and I have been watching Suits and we're on season six. And I won't include any spoilers, but I'm like, why are you so insufferable all of a sudden? I want to drop kick you. Ever since I think it was season four or season five, his hair, Ryan was like, I hate his hair. He looks like such a douche. I'm like, I think that's what he's going for. And it's just been in the last like season five and into season six. It's like every single episode is worse and worse and worse. I'm like, Mike Ross, you're canceled. You're literally canceled. I've seen enough. But I have three more freaking seasons to watch. So so this is kind of a general one. And I feel like this is something that has started to be talked about more on TikTok. I don't know if you've seen videos about this, but I really would love to just leave influencing and influencers and following any accounts or people that make you feel like you're not good enough or have enough stuff or need to be a certain way or yeah, just, I don't know, just, I mean, I've never been someone that has followed influencers, maybe like a couple here and there, but at this point, I just, if there's anyone that I follow that makes me feel any any amount of bad about myself, I just will not follow that person. Yeah. Um, so I just feel like influencers. I know de-influencing was something that kind of came up for a little bit and then kind of went away. But yeah. I feel like, do you feel like influencer culture is dying out or is like gonna start dying out? Or I don't know how you feel about that, but. Um, I, I don't know if it's dying out as a whole, but I feel like certain influencers, like you really can't maintain your peak. They just all get to a point where they are too monetized and too marketed that it's like not, now you're not relatable anymore. Yeah, they're not relatable. That's exactly it. And then from that point, it's like they can't go backwards. So then I feel like they just fall off their peak a little bit. Obviously, yeah. they still have a huge following. They probably still make a lot of money from brand deals and things like that. But it's like for me, I like influencers that it's like I like that are a little bit smaller. Yeah. Like you know, tens of thousands of followers or maybe a couple hundred thousand followers. But it's like the millions and millions of followers. It's like, I just, I can't relate to you anymore. Like you've gotten too monetized and now every single thing that you post and product that you use is an ad or it was sent to you for free. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I just, I feel like a lot of the people that you see doing this stuff, it's like, Especially if they're a Utah influencer, they're probably hundreds of thousands of dollars in credit card debt and or they get a lot of PR. I feel like a lot of people in in influencer culture all just kind of know each other and run in the same circles. So when it's like when they start a brand, they send PR to their other influencers and vice versa. They all just kind of scratch each other's backs. No, I fully agree. I think... I just personally... And hopefully this doesn't sound negative, but like I don't feel like I can trust influence like I can't trust the products that influencers endorse because you know that they're getting paid even if they say yeah I love this brand I use this my like you don't you don't know and yeah like I feel like people that just kind of blindly are like oh if they use it I need it like if they promote it I need it like I just 
I don't know. I just think so the influencers as people, they I'm sure they're like good people and that's fine, yeah. but like I think this this like culture of like following everything influencers say to do and buy, I just would love for that to stop being such a thing. But I don't yeah. know. That's just I just have never liked influencing and I think it's yeah. I don't know. I feel like what I look for in like bigger accounts that I follow and like influencers, it's like I want to see other content other than just like TikTok content that is catered to an algorithm and ads. Like yeah. I feel like what I've been seeing a lot with influencers on their Instagram stories is like there's one in particular that does it every single time. She will only get on to post like 30 stories of like, here's what we've been up to lately. It'll be like every couple weeks or every week or whatever. Here's what we've been up to lately and a bunch of pictures. And then in the middle of that, it'll be like, here's this vitamin I've been loving. And it's like an Mm -hmm. ad, like a couple stories of ads and then back to the other stuff. And it's like, I hate that you get on here and you only post content to squeeze an ad in the middle. Like, I don't know. It just feels weird. It's like you're putting commercials in your stories Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just, I feel like I would rather have like regular content of like, you know, what they're up to or whatever. And then it's like ads here and there. Like, I understand that they have to post them to make their money, but it's like, I feel like Amber Filler Up does a really good job of just like posting a ton of random stuff. And it doesn't like, it doesn't always look super – I mean, all of her stuff always looks super aesthetic, but it's, like, yeah. it'll be a bunch of stories in a row of, like, her working on a little watercolor and, like, asking for tips and messing up and stuff like that. And it's just, like – I don't know. It just feels like I'm watching her paint or, like, watching one yeah. of my friends do a little hobby. And then she'll also have her more, like, put together, more professionally done, like, ad shoots that she does. And it's, like, mm-hmm. there's a very clear separation of, like – her just living her life and posting what she wants to post and then her ad posts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Does that make yeah. sense? It's like – That does make I sense. I just – it feels – and it's like not that they need to share anything about their personal lives anyway, but it's like that's what I feel like I want to see. Like if I wanted to just see marketed content, I would just scroll through the ads that Instagram gives me already. Right. Yeah. Yep. So no, that's great. I think the the other thing about influencers, it's not even the products they push. It's like if you go to any, like for example, Emily Kaiser is how you say her name. Mm-hmm. So like you you go to one of her videos, and if you look through the comments, it's like every comment is, "Where's your shirt from? Where's your necklace yeah. from? Where's your like I don't know where are your earrings from?" And it's like no one can just like have their own. I don't know. It's like, they just feel like they have to like model exactly what this person's doing. Like she has this, I need to have that. Not even that she's pushing that product. I don't know. I think just that whole mindset I feel like is really, I don't know. It just doesn't seem healthy. (laughs) Yeah. So it's just like, there's a lack of like individual. Yes. Individualism. Individuality. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I could talk about that all day, but I know there's so much that goes into it. Okay. Kind of going along with that. I've had enough of family vlog accounts, husband and wife, TikTok accounts. I'm sick of it. It's like, it's never been more obvious that this content is like so staged and fake. Mm -hmm. 
like prank videos or getting my husband's reaction for XYZ. And I love the videos where it's like making fun of it. And they're like, they have their phone right there. And they're like, babe, babe. And they're like, well, I didn't even see the camera. Like, I think those are so funny, but it's so true. I'm like, picture how this looks behind the scenes. Yeah. Like, just imagine if you're standing in the room watching them film this, how uncomfortable and cringy this is. Mm -hmm. Also, like the kids of family vloggers. Oh, I feel so. Don't bad get me for started them. on that. The LeBrant family, like, just oh, announced gosh. recently that she's pregnant again with, like, I think oh her gosh. fifth baby, and all the comments are like, "I cannot wait for Everly's tell-all one day," like the oh, oldest yeah. daughter, and I'm yep. like, that. Poor- I feel just so bad for them, especially her. Like, she's been forced in the spotlight for yeah. a lot, like most of her life that she remembers. One day we'll we'll learn a lot about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like to piggyback off of that, families like that where they make their kid an Instagram account when they're like not even born yet. Yeah. I don't know. I go back and forth on like how much I want to share of my own daughter on social media. You know, we how do we know if she's going to want her whole life documented on social media? Like how do we yeah. know what she's going to be comfortable with? How would you feel if you turned – you know, 16 or 18 and you, there's like thousands of pictures of you on the internet or, you know, and so I, that really got me thinking, you know, how do I want to, so I just feel bad that these kids are like, you know, don't even know that their whole life is being documented for like millions of people to see. And it's just, it's weird. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and I remember too, like, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago now I feel like people not like influencers but just like people they would make an Instagram like for their baby but it would be like private and for like family to follow so that they could like share more pictures of their baby and I feel Mm -hmm. like that like just kind of snowballed eventually into these yeah like influencers Mm -hmm. and people making just like separate accounts for their kids so that they can just maximize on content and yes it's just there's a lot of ethical questions I feel like that go into Mm -hmm. that yeah I think I saw a TikTok the other day and it was this girl um she I think like stitched a video of an influencer mom with kids that had like she showed her schedule for their trip to Disneyland and there was literally like an excel spreadsheet of like mapped out like what times they were going to be filming videos in Disneyland like for content And it was literally like packed full like all day. And she was talking about how we shouldn't be supporting these like vlogging families because they make their kids, you know. And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even like think of like, I don't know. Even sometimes I forget. I'm like, oh, that family seems real happy to be doing their TikTok dance together. And I'm like, oh, they're probably not happy to be doing that in Disneyland when they're trying to just have a normal trip. So yeah, it's don't love that either. Okay, so another thing I'm leaving in 2023 are nail salons. And that's because I have found like independent nail techs that work out of their home. And it has been night and day difference. Like the quality of the work, the price, the cleanliness, the quality of the products that they use. Like, I am scared to ever set foot in a nail salon again. 
as my nail tech calls them, chop shops. And it's like nice being just one-on-one with somebody. And she has like educated me so much about like nail health and things that I can do in between my appointments to keep my nails healthy, like use cuticle oil. Like everybody Mm -hmm. should be using cuticle oil like twice a day on their nails or like any kind of oil. And I'm like, wow, nobody's ever told me that. Yeah. And she's like, oh yeah. So what I'm doing here is this, like she just takes the time to like explain what she's doing and how it's like better for my nail health and all these things. And I'm like, this is 1 million times better than all my other nail experiences. Um, And then the last thing I'm leaving in 2023, to be honest, I think I left this in 2022 or 2021, but I think it needs to be addressed. Shein, Shein, however you want to say it, stop shopping at Shein. Like you literally have to, like you cannot still keep shopping there. It's like the worst fast fashion in the industry. And like, I don't care how cheap the clothes are. They're cheap in quality and they're made by child laborers or just people in sweatshops sweatshops children like there's nothing ethical about it it's ruining or it's contributing to the downfall of our climate yeah over it's so bad it's Fast so fashion. bad yeah so let me if i see any of you shopping at shein and posting <sighs> your shein hauls i'm i'm gonna come for you Lindsay's holding okay? up gun fingers <laughs> <laughs> I'm not playing around. I'm serious. <laughs> death to Shein. <laughs> death to Shein, literally. Death to Crocs and death to Shein. <laughs> That's my motto for 2024. That's Lindsay's presidential campaign. <laughs> would you vote for me? I would. I'll write you in when I vote. Thank you. No, I agree. I still am shocked when people are like, when I see a TikTok that's like, Shein haul. I'm like, What? Or I've yeah. been seeing like I've been seeing ads for Shein and it makes it look like it's like a real store. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't look sketch like it does on their website. Yeah. Um, and like I'll even see influencers that I don't know, but they're ads that pop up of like they're collabing with Shein. Like Shein yeah. with and I'm like, are you like, is this for real? Like, how yeah. are you why would you do this to your brand? Like, yeah. oh my god. Red flag. Shein is a red flag. Red flag. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And you know if you're buying it from Shein, you're only going to like it for like three days. And then yeah. you're either going to stop liking it or it's going to disintegrate when you wash yeah. it. So like why? True. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. So these are some things that you guys submitted that you are leaving in 2023. Things that you have had enough of this year. Um, this one says, being a people pleaser. Got to do what's right for me. Mm-hmm. Honestly, valid. I feel like I have never been a people pleaser. Uh, and it's freeing. Yeah, you haven't ever been. <laughs> Which is great. It's admirable. And I, and I sleep like a baby at night. <laughs> knowing that I have pleased nobody today. <laughs> um, This person said competition on social media. I think we kind of already talked about that, but... It's very true. Don't guys just don't follow anyone that makes you feel bad about yourself, whether they're meaning to or not. Just unfollow anything or anyone that makes you feel not good enough or whatever. Yeah. And also know that everything on social media is it's all curated. fake anyway. <laughs> it's all fake anyway. Yeah. I feel like yeah. it's like less than 1% of the reality. 
Okay, this person said, tired of my job, so going back to school and sick of feeling alone. So working on that in 2024. I love that. Yeah. Like, let's get educated. More education in 2024. That's mm-hmm. awesome. I personally could not ever stomach sitting in a classroom for another day. Oh, no. I'd rather jump off a cliff. But it's like, that's what you got to do. Yeah, that's but I got to do. People, yeah. I see – I feel like I still see people literally my age from my grade to this day that still post to be like, last semester of whatever they're doing. I'm like, how are you still in school? Like, obviously, <laughs> you're doing great things. You're probably like yeah. some scientist or whatever. But yeah. I'm like, like, I literally finished college. It feels like 20 years ago. Like, how are you still <laughs> – how are you still yeah. taking midterms? Like, anyway. Yeah. feel bad for them. But. Feeling, feeling alone is hard. I feel like – yeah. It's so hard. Adult friendships are so hard. Oh gosh. So yeah. Maybe we I should need to do work an on episode that too. about that. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. I feel like I have I think my bridesmaids were all the friends that I have, and that's my little circle of friends, and I <laughs> haven't grown it since. Yeah. <laughs> it is really hard, especially when you get married and then you're like Yeah. Have to find well, and it's friends just, and your life is just so different than it's like it was so easy to make friends when you're in school and you see these people every day or when you're yeah. at work and you see these people every day or you're mm-hmm. in college and you like run in circles with these people. But then it's like, I feel like especially once you get married and you do things with your spouse or whatever, like you're just not as independent and doing things on your own all the time. It's like, where am I supposed to find friends? It's true. You have to just yeah. – you have to put in a lot more effort, so it makes it hard. Well, I'm sorry you're feeling alone. Keep us posted. Let us know We're how We're here it goes. for you. We're here for you. Someone said that they would like to leave bell-bottom jeans and low-rise jeans in 2023. I have mixed feelings about this one. What do you think? I'm, I'm wearing low-rise jeans as we speak. <laughs> but <laughs> define low-rise. Like how many inches below the belly button? Uh, they're not super low rise. They're like the Levi's baggy dad jeans. Oh yeah, okay. So, I would say they're maybe more mid rise, but they're like baggy. Like they're not skinny jeans. Mm-hmm. But they're yeah. so comfortable. It's like I don't dread wearing jeans when I wear these because it's like they're not high waisted and skin tight. Right. They don't like cut you in half when you like sit yeah. down and lean over. Yeah. yeah. They're no, not only I... standing jeans. Yeah, I think. I think the flare jean and the low-rise jean in moderation, I'm like all good for that. But I think this person's probably talking about the the Gen Z, like where it's like super low-rise and then you wear like a crop top and there's just like so much yeah. space there. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's super flared. So yeah. I get that. Not all of us have the body type for that. Actually, right. I take that back. You know what? You right. have the body type for whatever you want to wear. Yep. I personally don't feel comfortable <laughs> – with my body type in that fashion trend. <laughs> yeah. But I do – I don't know. I feel like sometimes low-rise jeans are more flattering for certain people. They definitely can be. And different yeah. silhouettes. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's hard though because I was I was sickened and disgusted when low-rise jeans – when they were making a comeback at first. Yeah. I was shaking in my boots. Yeah. I was pregnant most of 2023, so I wasn't wearing jeans at all. So now I'm like back in my jeans era and I'm like looking at like dusting the cobwebs off my jeans like, oh, wow, (laughs) jeans. Jeans. What are these like? (laughs) I know. 
I'm re I'm getting reacquainted with my jeans. So anyway. Yeah. Okay. This one says they are leaving in 2023. Bad snacks. And cucumber has been a lifesaver for their snack cravings. Ooh, I'm a snacker. I, I am a snacker too. But I have to say, okay, don't cancel me for this. But I'm not a big produce washer personally. Okay, not <laughs> not voting for Lindsay in 2024. Never mind. Okay, no, listen. Obviously, if I'm making something that anybody else is going to be eating, I'm going to wash whatever it is that I'm using. But if I'm just eating fruit or vegetables, I'm just going to eat it. But I will say that coming home from the grocery store and like washing and prepping all my fruit and vegetables and produce it makes it so easy to snack on because it's just right. already ready to go. Like yeah. bell pepper, getting them all washed and cut up and in a little Tupperware because then it's like you don't have the daunting thing of like, oh, well, I have to cut up the whole bell pepper and dirty a cutting board and all of that. It's just already yeah. ready to go. So I think that's a great thing to be like eating more fruits and vegetables for snacks because they're so tasty and they are really good for snacking. They're like bite size. Oh, like yeah. berries and stuff like that. Baby carrots. Yeah. But yeah. So if you're, this is a tip for if you're trying to leave more bad snacks in 2023, if you prep your stuff and get it all cut, washed, ready, it's, I actually eat it and it doesn't just grow mold in my fridge. Right. The bag of carrots you buy every week to switch out with the bag of carrots yeah. that you didn't eat. That's, yeah. that's mine and Austin's problem. This person said that they want to leave the word should behind in 2023. Hmm. And we're thinking that that maybe means like instead of just saying I should do this or I should do that, that we just do the thing rather than saying I, I think should. so. Is that yeah, kind of that's what, what that's what I took it to mean. Like instead of okay. being like, yeah, I should really start doing this. It's like today I'm starting this habit or I'm starting this or I'm going to go on this trip. Not like. I should do this. Like, don't just talk about the thing. Like, just do the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like Which that's Which I agree means. with. Yeah, I think that's great. Or maybe she just means that she doesn't like the word should. And we should stop Shalled. using it. <laughs> it is spelled weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's a good, um, that's a good view to have, yeah. I feel like. Okay, this person said they're leaving their ex in 23. Good riddance. Bye. Bye-bye. Laid to rest. Um, yeah, as you should. Nobody should be bringing their exes into the new year. Okay? Take it from somebody that knows. Leave them where they belong, six feet under. Next. Oh, man. <laughs> Ooh, take a breath. Okay. Um, this person said mindless TikTok scrolling. Mm. Yeah. yeah, raise your hand if you're guilty. Me. Me. Yeah. Yeah, I actually – my screen time's actually gone down since having a baby, mostly because oh. I'm just very stressed and doing other things and then sleeping when I can, but – I don't have notifications on for TikTok, so, like, I, when my friends will send me a video, I I wait until I, like, have the time to yeah check it, and then I'll check my videos, and I'll maybe swipe through a few on my For You page, but I have not been doing as much mindless scrolling, I feel like, in the last month or two. Yeah. Um, which is good. It's so easy to get just sucked in. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And just scroll, scroll, scroll for hours. Yeah. That used to be literally like part of my, my bedtime routine. Like I got ready for bed, hopped in bed and 
I would just scroll TikTok until I fell asleep or until my eyes like burned out of their sockets. Yeah. And but now I can't do that because as soon as baby goes down, I gotta sleep. I can't just lay there and scroll TikTok. So I, yeah. I kind of miss that, honestly. But it's probably yeah. good for me. <laughs> Here's what you could do. Um is that on if you have an iPhone, you can have a friend or something like put in a screen time limit passcode so that mm-hmm. you don't know what it is and then like set limits for yourself. That's oh what Ryan gosh. had me do for his games. Oh. Because he's doing school now too and work. Yeah. And so he has limits on his social media and his games. Dang. That's a so good idea. That's something you could try. Um, this one says spending money when it's not necessary slash justified. And then there's one that says overconsumption of products, meaningless internet content, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like we talked to that about that a little bit, but yeah. it's just like you probably don't need it. You probably don't. Yeah. Especially if someone is telling you in a TikTok, you need this product. Also, it's linked in my Amazon storefront. Check it out. It's like they want you to buy it because they're going to profit from that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't know. It's just like you probably don't need it. Don't buy it in the moment. If you're not thinking about it two days later, you don't need it. Yeah. You don't need a fourth Stanley cup. I promise uh, uh, you. Uh. You don't need a seventh skincare headband. <laughs> and I'm telling myself that as someone that has, <laughs> as someone that has four Stanley cups. Yeah. It's like a product that is designed to be like reusable and replace like plastic water bottles, but it's like they have 18 of them. Why? Yep. You don't need you don't need another mug. You don't need another Starbucks cup. You don't need you don't need it. This person said, and I had this on my list too. Um, these like I would call them like those it girl trends, but the whole like there was the strawberry milk nails or the blueberry milk nails, and then the brown sugar, the ice latte makeup trends. These things that are popular like randomly and they have a different name or they are like someone coins a phrase and you're like, that's not, that's just a light pink nail. That's not strawberry milk nails. Like, what is that? Yeah. Like this need to give everything like a super niche aesthetic label. Yeah. It's too much. (laughs) It's really any or anything that like, I don't know, like I'm thinking of Hailey Bieber or Sophia Richie, like those, they call them the it girls. Honestly, like, I think they're gorgeous. I think, like, you know, whatever. I love their style and their aesthetic. But, like, I think there was a video where someone, Sophia Richie, posted a video where she had a side part. And everyone was like, she's bringing back the side part. I'm like, what? Like, yeah. no. They, they think these people, they think that these girls are, like, the, these trendsetters. And I'm like, it's a side part. Like, come yeah. on. I don't know. It's just too much. It's just too much to keep up with. It is. Someone else said the one month trends. Yeah. She can't keep up anymore. It's so true. It's like by time a trend even hits my for you page, it's like it's already over. Yep. And on to the next thing. It's like we like makeup trends, but even like clothing trends. It's like that goes into all the overconsumption that we're talking about. To just buy all this new stuff for this trend that is not even going to be a thing anymore in two Mm -hmm. weeks. Yeah. Like, let the trends live. I'm fine with a trend, but let it take its time. Or I think anything, anytime I see a 
a video on TikTok that's like, I'm trying the viral whatever, you know, insert word here. Anything that has the word viral in front of it, you know it's not going to be a thing in like a week. So if you say trying the viral new this, like just it's not worth it. You don't need it. This person said they're leaving behind ridiculous amounts of vitamin supplements. I don't know much about supplements. I know what a multivitamin is and I know what biotin is and that's about (laughs) it. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like um, I've been kind of seeing in the, I don't know if you would call it in the fitness world of content or what, or like wellness, but I think that, I don't know. I think vitamins can be good, but I think now there's just kind of an obsession with it's like, oh, well, I'm deficient in this. I'll just take a vitamin. Mm -hmm. But it's probably healthier and better for you to try to get those vitamins from like whole food sources or like naturally rather than just like having to take a supplement. Mm -hmm. Um, So I feel like maybe that maybe that's what they're kind of talking about. Yeah, probably. Um, okay, this person said working. Um, honestly, valid. They're leaving yeah. work behind. As you should. I don't think girls should have to work. No. Everyone quit their jobs next year. Just kidding. You started that trend. <laughs> <laughs> oh. This person said boys. Also valid. Bye. Bye, boys. Bye-bye. No, I think that's honestly good. I feel like um, we kind of talked about this in our dating app episode, but there just is so much pressure, especially in like religious cultures for women to like get married, get married, get married, get married. That's all you're good for. But it's like, just take, take some time off from boys. Just like do your own thing. Boys will literally be there whenever you come back to them. They're just boys. They're just boys. <laughs> they are. That's a good quote from Lindsay. <laughs> okay, this one says they're leaving behind Tavis haters. Yes, I don't know what else needs to be said about that. Goodbye. Tavis is Taylor and Travis. Yeah, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. She and her brother and parents went to his game on Christmas Day. Oh. They lost. I think they lost. But it was so mm. sweet. Yeah, I don't think a a day goes – what? I was just going to say, are you a Tavis hater? I'm not a hater. I think they're a really cute couple, but you're going to (laughs) wait. I think they're a really cute couple. I really do. But I will say it it does kind of bug me that every time I open up – this is going to make me sound old – Facebook. Anytime I go on Facebook (laughs) and scroll – it's like every other news story that pops up is something with Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. And I'll be like, Travis yeah. Kelsey's seen getting out of Taylor Swift's car. And I'm like, yeah. okay, why do we have to write a whole article about that? Well, that's Facebook for you. Maybe you should leave yeah. Facebook in 2020. I really, honestly, I should. I told Austin the other day, I was like, <laughs> I think I need to delete Facebook. I don't know yeah. why. Every time I go on, I just get annoyed. So, okay. Um, this person said... I'm leaving behind people's perceptions of me. ID gaff, what people think. I am happy. I love that. Yeah, I don't know at what point there was like a switch in my brain in my 20s, but it was just like, I literally don't care. Like, I don't care if someone doesn't like my outfit. I don't care if someone thinks my hair looks weird. 
I don't care if someone is like, why is she letting her stomach show? I, it, I literally do not care. It's so freeing. Yeah. Well, I feel like you've kind of, Lindsay's always been like that. I feel like you've always just kind of done like, you're like, I want to do this. so I'm going to do it. Yeah. But to an extent, like I feel like in high school and even college a little bit, it's like, I was always like, you know, you think about you're picking out an outfit for a dance or a football game or something. And you're like, oh my gosh, like what if the, what if other girls like don't think this is cute? Or what if guys think that this looks weird? Like there's just so much overthinking it, but now I'm just like, I don't care. It does not matter because I like it. And nobody's probably thinking about me anyway. Mm -hmm. And if they are, it's like, okay, why are you thinking about me so much? Why are you so obsessed with me? (gasps) Why are you so obsessed with me? Yeah. Seriously. That's true. So there you have it. This one says, they're leaving behind people who lack compassion and empathy. We are all struggling. It's hard out here. It is hard. We are all struggling. It is hard. Yeah, there's just, like, no space for that in your life. People who aren't going to, like, uplift you and make you feel good. The last submission said they're leaving behind all the plagues that are hitting us this winter. Oof. I haven't been sick yet. I feel like it's probably worse with people who have kids because kids are a little grimy. They're little grimy things. They will sneeze in each other's mouths and then come and lick your face. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I hope you all feel better if you guys are sick or your kids are sick. Yeah, keep them away from me. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Gavel hit. All those things are laid to rest. And we just attended their funeral. Rest in peace. Okay. So the things that will live on into 2024 for me, um, unfortunately, is waking up early. Mm. And I hate to be the one to say this, but it really is so good for you and your day. (laughs) I have so much, I have such a better day when I wake up early and I can get up and be productive. Yeah. I'm so sorry to be the one to tell you. Also coming with me into 2024 is Aquaphor. I, I don't have enough love in my heart to give Aquaphor for everything that she does for me. And then (laughs) I'm also, what? (laughs) Which is very, I'm also, very sweet. I'm also taking into 2024 thrifting. I have been loving thrifting. This obviously is not a... This is not an original idea. I know a lot of people go thrifting, but it's just so fun and it's sustainable. And another thing I'm taking into 2024 is like getting ready for the day. Because like waking up early, it unfortunately makes me feel better and more productive. To, like, even just put on an outfit, even if it's a new t-shirt and sweatpants, and maybe, like, do a little hairstyle, change my earrings. Fresh And then I'm like, woohoo, I'm ready to go, you know? Yeah. It does help. It It does. It's so unfortunate. No, it it does. does Even if, yeah, even if you're staying home all day. Yeah, I agree. Well, in the new year, I would love to, I really want to read more. I know that's, like, such a cliche thing to say, but. Lindsay reads like a book a day. So I'm just trying to keep up with Lindsay. Yeah. Don't tell anybody, but I didn't meet my goal this year. <gasps> what was your goal? A hundred books. Ooh. How many did you read? Like 90. <laughs> well, you know how many I read? <laughs> I think one, maybe oh. one full book. That's okay. No, well, it's like I, I just... read three. I read three. 
I just got so busy towards the end of the year. Like I don't, I've read like two books in the last two months. Like I was really, really on my grind the whole year, but then I just, yeah, I couldn't hack it. Yeah. But yeah, I want to read more and kind of along with that, just like watch less. I really need to watch less TV. Yeah. You watch a lot of TV. I do. Well, now I'm home so much. You should get a Kindle. Yeah. Maybe. Because you can, you can do that like one handed. Yeah. Okay. Um, I also want to get back to the gym. I feel like I was really good at the gym, going to the gym right before I got pregnant and it really felt good. So I would love to get back into that. Yeah. Wait, Andy, really fast. The Whitney Simmons Alive app. Uh-huh. They, they just launched a new trainer and she put out a pregnancy guide and a postpartum guide. Ooh, yeah. I think I saw that. Yeah, and the pregnancy one is like the full 40 weeks and you just start Ooh. like wherever you're at in your pregnancy. And the yeah. postpartum one, I think it's only six weeks, but it's like I'm sure you could just do it over and over again. It probably just like eases you back into it. Yeah, I'm almost I'm almost five weeks postpartum. Yeah. So I think I have I think once I have my six week appointment, I get the sign off to go and do all my normal stuff. But Yeah. And then I think just prioritizing time for myself and my mental health so that I can be the best mom possible for my baby because I don't think I realized how I know mental health is important but when you have a newborn the mental health is literally everything I've I very quickly learned and so just accepting help from people and making space for myself and doing things Mm -hmm. that improve my mental health that is one thing I've for sure need to do. So that's my last thing that I'm taking into the new year. Good. Good for you. Okay. We're just going to kind of power through these submissions of things that you all said you want to take into 2024. Uh, The first one is Vaseline. Honestly, pop off, but I do have to say, I feel like Aquaphor is Vaseline's cooler older sister. Ooh, okay. But whatever works for you and your family. And your family. (laughs) <laughs> um this person said bows which i think is so cute and i'm like oh yeah, yeah. like hair bows or just bows yeah. in general i've been loving like all the bow trends like on christmas trees and stuff but yes unfortunately in this trend economy they're probably mm. not even going to be like cool anymore in like a month but you take them into 2024 i probably yeah. will start wearing them in 2024 i haven't been on my hair bow era yeah in my hair bow era my hair's been in a low bun for probably three months now, so. <laughs> good for you. Um, this one said a better attitude. Always good to mm-hmm. have. Yeah. Um, this person said more self-care, travel, the best family, friends that truly care. Love all that. Love all that. Travel especially. Mm-hmm. I don't know who needs to hear this, but use your PTO and book the trip. Like, go travel. Yeah, use that PTO. It's so much fun. Okay, this person said my sparkling personality. I'm pretty sure this was the same person who said that she was leaving her ex in 2023. So go off, queen. I was going to say, did you submit that, Lindsay? It sounds like something you would say. It does. (laughs) This person said putting myself first, not taking things personally, letting things go that aren't meant for me. It's a very mature answer. Yes. Especially the last one, letting things go that aren't meant for me. That's so I feel hard. like I always get so wrapped up in like stressing about my choices and like 
what's the right choice and looking back on my life and like, what if I had made different choices and where would I be? It's like, it doesn't matter. Those things weren't meant for you. You're where you are now for a reason. And what is meant for you will come. Hmm. This person also said reading. Yeah, reading. If you guys need if you guys need book recommendations, follow my Goodreads. I post all my books on there. This person said trying to be a housewife. Same, Love actually. It. I know. I wanna I wanna try like new dinners more. I feel like that was my goal last year and I didn't really do it very much. I didn't try many new recipes. Yeah, I've got like my five my five dinners that I cycle yeah. through. Yeah. <laughs> on rotation. <laughs> Poor Austin. This person said intention with how I spend my time. Mm, yes. Yeah. I feel like that's good. We kind of talked about that with like the not mindlessly scrolling all the time and stuff. Yep. Like, yeah, I think that's always good. This person said daily meditation, journaling, positive affirmations, and then in all caps, good vibes only in 2024. Love it. I feel like those are all things that I don't do that I – have wanted to do for such a long time. <laughs> yep. This person said they are taking into 2024 long almond nails, whether Gen Z likes it or not. This was news to me that Gen Z doesn't like long almond nails. Really? I love long almond nails. Well, and when I first was like, when I was first looking through submissions, I thought they put this in things they were leaving in 2023. And I was like, oh, <gasps> I like long almond nails. Yeah. I really do. They just look so sleek. I love the shape and I love the length. So me too, girl. You and me and our long almond nails together. So this person said that she is bringing a new life into the new year because she is pregnant. Congrats. That's so fun. New little baby. She did say she has been struggling hard with prenatal depression And let me just – I wish I could just, like, come and give you a hug. I totally feel where you're coming from. I have had that a lot postpartum, which I know is maybe a little bit different. But just know that it's going to get better. It's going to be worth it when you see your baby. Um, But just know that that's totally normal and common. And I'm so sorry that you're struggling with that. But it will get better. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so sorry. My heart goes out to you. But yay for your – New pregnancy. Yeah. Okay. This person said they are taking financial literacy into 2024. Okay. (laughs) I don't really know what that is. (laughs) (laughs) Like understanding about finances. finances. Right. Like where is my money? What is money? How do I get money? Interest rates. How do I, how do I finance? Like that kind of Taxes. Yeah, like mortgages. Honestly, good for you. (laughs) Financially literate girls in 2024. I probably should be taking that into 2024. Mm -hmm. Investing. (laughs) Stonks. (laughs) Okay, you want to know something so funny is that I have a Roth IRA and Ryan told – like Ryan set it all up for me and did all the things and – you can contribute up to a certain amount of money per year. And so I contributed all my money for this year. And I was like, my thing is fully contributed. And he's like, cool. Like how much have your investments made? And I was like, what? (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) And he's like, like you contributed your money, but then did you like invest it into the the stocks? And I was like, I do not know. I do not know what you're talking about. 
And he's like, okay, well, let me look at it. And I'm supposed, I've been supposed, like he set it up when my first contribution hit that he invested it into these like low risk stocks. And I've been, I, I was supposed to do that with all the money that I have continued to contribute and never did. But he never told me to do that. Ryan, well, can Ryan set me up a Roth IRA? Also, what is Roth IRA? Yeah, he can. I don't really know, but it's like your money doubles, I think, after seven years. So, oh, dang. Um, Maybe fact check that if you're listening, but okay. Next. (laughs) Um, Better eating habits. We talked about that before. Have more, Mm. have more cut up veggies on hand. Yeah. There you go. Prepped and washed. This one said, attempting to make my bed every morning. Oh, that's a good one. I can see how that would be beneficial. I just personally don't think I could get behind it. As much as I try, I just, I I think it's because I make my bed and I'm like, this looks ugly. (laughs) So I'm like, I may as well just leave it messy and save my time. Well, so maybe in the new year you should get cuter bedding. Yeah, but it's like the pill. I need new pillows. Maybe that will help. Yeah, I used to be so anti-making the bed all growing up. I never made my bed growing up because literally, no. yeah, I'm going to get in it that night and mess it up anyway. But I yeah. will say now as an adult, especially now that I'm spending so much more time at home or even like when I worked, like coming home and walking into your bedroom to a freshly made bed, it like it helped my anxiety. Like, like just oh. like having a clean house would yeah. like just – Seeing that your bed is made, it just makes it seem mm-hmm. cleaner, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, your space so. is, like, put together. Yes. Well, I also – I didn't realize until literally this year that it's – while, yes, there are benefits to, like, actually having the made bed, there's the benefit to having the habit of actually making the bed. Like, actually doing the task and, like, that discipline is, like, good for you. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. I guess, yeah, that could be beneficial. Yeah. This person said, my skinny jeans. <gasps> Controversy. Ooh. I think so. if you're Gen Z, did your head just explode? <laughs> <laughs> um, Honestly, girl, do your thing. I really don't see a problem with skinny jeans. I don't know. I know. I feel like they're going to make a comeback, if not this year, then like next year. Or like if not 2024, 2025. Yeah. They all come back around. I've hung on to my skinny jeans. I don't really wear them as much right now. A lot of them probably don't fit me anymore, but I've hung on to them because I was like, when this comes back around, I'm going to be ready with my 2013 American Eagle. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then the last one we have says they are taking gratitude and looking forward into 2024. I love that. Gratitude is so important. I feel like it's so easy to get. What? I'm literally smiling at you. (laughs) You were mocking me. (laughs) Gratitude is good. (laughs) No, gratitude is so important. I feel like it just gets pushed to to the side a lot. I feel like gratitude journaling is something I would like to start this year. Just being mindful of like all the things that you are blessed with. Yeah. Well, and I think it goes back again to it's like on social media, you're seeing all the things you don't have and Mm -hmm. or can't afford or can't buy. And like while it sucks, like, yeah, like we would love to 
you know, own a home by now. I know a lot of people are in the same boat as us. It's hard to buy a house right now. But yeah. The place we live in is plenty nice. Like some people do not even have a home. Like yeah. we are healthy. We're, you know, so yeah, trying to trying to be more positive. It's hard for sure. Well, thank you guys so much for all your submissions. This has been so fun to talk about. I love the feeling of like starting fresh in a new year and like gearing up for these new goals. It just feels like nothing better than a fresh start. We have the start of the new year on a Monday. We're going to make some good changes and we're not going to put too much pressure on ourselves to achieve all these goals. If we only hit some of them, that's still better than nothing. If we only cut some negative things out of our life, that's better than nothing. There are steps in the right direction. I feel like a lot of times I get caught under the crippling weight of like feeling like I need to do all of it right away, Mm -hmm. but it's like just bit by bit. That's all you have to do. You have a whole year to accomplish the goal. I think of it that way. (laughs) And it's never too late to start. Even if you are a couple months in, it's always a good time to start good habits. True. Wise words from Lindsay Weigel. (laughs) Hee hee. Cool. Well, this was fun. I'm so glad to be back on the podcast. I really missed it. Yeah, we're glad to have you back. And we'll be recording in person next time. Yes. Right? Yeah, we'll be recording in person for the next episode, so that'll be fun. And we're excited for what the new year will bring to the podcast and the new episodes that we're going to have for you guys in 2024. As always, you can leave us a rating and a review for the podcast, which we definitely appreciate. You can follow us on Instagram at Girls These Days Podcast for updates, submission requests. You can also share the podcast on your social media. You can share us on your stories. We appreciate anything and everything that you guys share. It helps the podcast out and we love you all. Yay. Well, have a good rest of your week and we'll talk with you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.